Welcome, I'm Linda Cullerton and this is the OCD Expert Podcast. Learn how you can become free from OCD. It's now time to empower, inspire and transform your mental health. Hello everybody and welcome to the Free From OCD podcast. I'm so happy you're here with me today and I really appreciate your listening. I really appreciate your attention and I do hope that this inspires and encourages you with hope to know that there is a way to recover from OCD. So today I'm going to talk about harm OCD and in particular I'm going to talk about my own journey with OCD and specifically harm OCD. So harm OCD is really where we have um, intrusive thoughts focused on the possibility of harming others. So the thoughts can take the form of fear that you'll harm someone close to you, fear you'll harm a stranger, fear you'll harm yourself or fear you've harmed someone in the past. There isn't a one-fits-all. I'm just giving you a general overview um, and I will share my story because I think that we can relate to stories as opposed to definitions of what different types of OCD is. And generally, when you have OCD, you're going to fully understand the different types of OCD, but you mightn't really be sure about how to obviously change it, how to get relief and um, to understand the process, we can really understand a journey. There's a lot of messages in a journey. So for me, I had most likely, when I look back now, I've had um, a lot of anxiety in my life. It showed up around my work. It showed up in this kind of not being good enough. Um, It showed up in excessive worry generally a lot of you might say negative thought patterns procrastination and this way of thinking for many years but I grew up with this kind of thinking that that's normal you know when you don't know any different you don't know any different so it's a way of life um you would have used alcohol you know as a way to cope at the weekends it wasn't unusual to to be out with your friends, maybe binge drink, so over drink to suppress feelings. And we all do that. We do that, we're humans. We do certain behaviours, ultimately to try to find a way to give us relief. But as we know, a lot of these behaviours can be self-destructive. But throughout my time of doing that, um, I didn't really realise why I was doing it I was just in the flow of doing it and I was just in that state and it just seemed normal it wasn't until I really had started to experience intrusive thoughts that I realized there's something seriously wrong not wrong with me but there's something seriously um suffering with my mental health there was something that I need to look at it was really like an alarm bell um, how it progressed for me was I was in a very um, negative state of mind. I was procrastinating a lot. I was worried about a work situation. I was out of a job at that time and I was very, very worried. So I spent a lot of time thinking, ruminating. Um, 
And at that time, I initially just one day had intrusive thought, what if I harmed one of my family members? Now, I never experienced this thought before. And anyone with OCD will literally feel like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I feel like I'm going out of control. It's terrifying. It's really horrific to the person. I felt traumatized literally by these thoughts. And because the more anxiety I felt, because the more traumatized I felt with these thoughts, the more they became obsessional. I was barely functioning at the time. These thoughts were constant. One would last for a long time. I'd ruminate on it, obsess about it, feel really, really anxious. My coping behaviours, i.e. compulsions, so compulsions are a way to ease this sense of anxiety inside. They're a way to soothe, but they're self-destructive, but they're only our only way to cope because we can't bear to sit with a feeling of why would I think about harming my family member? So that is so horrifying for me that I ended up doing, didn't really have any of the checking behaviours that um, I've seen common with clients, but I had the check and yes, the internet. So I spent a lot of time on the internet googling, is this normal? Am I losing control? Am I losing my mind? And obviously with the internet, it's amazing because we have so much amazing information and it can actually help us. But also we can have the other side of it where we feed into other people's stories. And when we're very vulnerable, we can latch on to how maybe worse we're going to get. And we can read other people's stories where maybe they haven't been able to get better and effectively get worse. And we feel like that's going to be me. And that's my experience. I had myself thinking that I'll end up in a hospital for life. Um and very, very distressful time of my life. So really at the time, my only relief really was sleep. So I looked forward to going to sleep and I looked forward to, I was really feeling like dreading waking up, dreading the thought of the minute I open my eyes, boom, there's a thought straight in front of me that really is terrifying me to my core. This progressed for a time. I didn't speak to anyone about it because I was shamed. I felt shamed. I felt um, that I'd be, how could I tell my family members that like I was having these intrusive thoughts? So a lot of intrusive thoughts and I'm going to really share some of them because I think that we can all talk about harm OCD and I hear it a lot from clients that we never really share the thoughts and we really want to be able to open up our space to talk about these thoughts. The content of the thoughts isn't relevant, but it helps to people to go, okay, you've taught that as well, so I'm not a bad person. This actually is a mental health issue. The type of thoughts that I would have experienced was if I seen a knife, um, obviously in the kitchen, I might have a thought, what if I stabbed a person with a knife? What if I hurt myself with the knife? Um, what if I hurt one of my family members? What if I tumped one of my family members? What if I hurt myself? What if I threw myself out in front of a car, of, of a Lewis, of a dart? This was the, the these are the, the, the thoughts you can experience having harm OCD. And I really want to emphasize that they're completely normal in the context 
of having OCD. So it means that yes, you look into getting help, but also means that you're not alone. Um, another one would be like, what if I jumped out in front of a car? What if I um, harmed a stranger? What if I harmed myself? So these are common um, thoughts. And I really want to emphasize the fact that you're not alone. I want to emphasize the fact that please understand that you're not a bad person. And please understand that um, that you're not alone thinking these thoughts. Okay, we can feel so much shame, um, so much embarrassment. We can be horrified by these thoughts. And that's what keeps us stuck, potentially getting help. That's what keeps us stuck and potentially sharing it with someone. We don't have to give the content of the thoughts. But within this podcast, I like to be able to open up and share the truth about it because... When I work with clients and help clients, there is still that much stigma of, you know, I can't tell her what the thoughts are because she'll judge me and I feel shame. And that's how I felt. So for a period of time, I didn't disclose it to anybody. I kept it to myself. But within that, that just led to me feeling worse and worse and worse. Um, eventually, I couldn't take any more. I started having um, intrusive thoughts about harming myself. I had severe distress and anxiety where it was very, very uncomfortable in my own skin. I felt the anxiety was so heightened that I could feel it in my skin. I was that sensitive to these thoughts and these feelings. So I eventually go to the doctor um, to, to really share how I felt and I was issued with antidepressants. But I had stated to the doctor that I'm not depressed yes my mood was very low I felt really distressed I couldn't cope but I didn't I wasn't depressed you know I in fact I was very very anxious so I was the opposite so I didn't take the medication at the time I said no that's not for me there has to be another way so I started looking for treatment I started doing um, CBT cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy and I got to understand the connection between the thoughts between the anxiety and how the uh, compulsions the check-in fuels the intrusive thoughts and also understood from a logical point of view what was happening however I did get relief short term from the CBT and I understood okay this is OCD this isn't me and there was a little bit of a disconnection that it was just me and I was going to act in these thoughts. But when a thought would come in, um, all the CBT, the rationality, the logic, the understanding was completely gone. Because I was in the mode of flight and fight. I was in the mode of the anxiety was so high that I couldn't rationally think my way through these thoughts. And all that CBT that I had learned really was irrelevant. It just completely went out of my mind. Um, and I was in that state of trying to avoid, trying to escape these thoughts, trying to, how do I get rid of them? And that's something that I've seen over and over again with clients. I feel like all therapies have a place for sure. Um, but in my own experience, that it just wasn't enough because when I was in that heightened state, all logic completely left and were driven by the emotion. And the emotion is fear the emotion is, how do I get rid of this thought? We can't sit with that feeling. It's so, so distressing. So I had done uh, many sessions with 
various different psychologists all learned amazing great things from each one of them but my system was still on alert that these were true my system was still saying it doesn't matter about the logic when you're in that state emotion takes over and emotion will drive behavior so I was going through you know still a journey of trying to find a way to bring myself to a better place bring myself to a place where where I feel balanced where I feel like I'm not reacting to these thoughts so I innately knew that there was a kind of a driving force within me to to know that there has to be a way to bring myself back to a place where a place of balance um I felt a, a pull you might say an inner guidance um an intuition to search to keep searching to keep searching just don't give up again throughout this journey it wasn't easy there was plenty of times where it was very very distressing um i had suicide ideation i had constant these obsessional intrusive thoughts that then the flipped to other types of intrusive thoughts around a sexual nature so that can happen and i really want you to understand if that's you that it's it's completely normal that they may change the team of them may change see the problem is that we get caught up in the content of the intrusive thoughts so as i was going through this i think i visited the doctor many times um in distress i did um eventually um fulfill a prescription for medication and i just kept it um in my room as a kind of a you know i suppose in my head thinking okay if it all comes to really bad you know i'll have them there um and many times i did feel like taking them i suppose i had um perception of medication from my uh, family member um and that put me kind of in a state where i felt like i don't know if i want to go down that path um i do think medication has a place i think in a short term place so really seeing it like a six month thing but also getting treatment in the process of taking the medication often the time can be where the problem is that um we take medication then we don't seek help treatment for the issue that we're suffering with and then when we want to come off the medication the symptoms are still there so i think that that can be a really good thing once you seek the treatment to alleviate and get to the root of why you're feeling the way you're feeling and actually how to change it So I think for me the medication was like a placebo effect. I felt like while I wasn't taking I felt like okay well it's there and if all comes to all I know I can take it. Um but again I was just I suppose I was determined to um just keep looking and I started to really delve into kundalini yoga um in the form of doing very different type of breath work um noticing a shift and really it wasn't until i um discovered specific techniques for ocd and what they ultimately do is they're from the tradition of kundalini yoga but what they are is their breath technique that uh balance the nervous system reset the nervous system and really when we look at ocd what it is is an anxiety uh, stems from a deep rooted anxiety and when we change that we can't change this just by logic because our body 
holds the anxiety, our body holds the, the response, our nervous system is where it's at. So when I learned to reset the nervous system with these specific techniques, my life changed completely. And while I was doing it, I said to myself, if this changes this how I feel, um, I'm going to make it my mission to bring it to everybody because from what I've went through, um, I sympathise with anyone out there that's going through OCD. I sympathise um, and I really feel from the heart to you that it's very, very distressing. Um, I understand and I sympathise, but I also know a solution. This didn't happen overnight. It took me, obviously I didn't have anyone to, um, there wasn't a support group that was doing this. It was just me doing it. And um, I wasn't sure was it going to work or not, but I was willing to try anything. Um, it was a process. Um, as I kept doing these techniques, I said I felt different. I felt, okay, the thoughts would come in and the reaction wasn't as strong. And sometimes it would, it would peak. So it would, it, depending on my mood, it would go up where I'd feel like, oh my God, I'm never going to get better again. And then some days were good. And as them days that were good came, I felt like, oh my God, I've never felt like this in a long time. It really was like, you know, undescribable how having a little bit of peace in your mind when you have these thoughts is, is the best thing in the world. Nothing can ever compare to that. Some days were really were good, i.e. good meaning that when I, when I mean really good, I'm saying where maybe have had 10 minutes relief when it comes to an intrusive talk or before I'd none. That 10 minutes gradually increased, increased, increased where maybe I'd have a half a day that was good and then maybe the rest of the day wasn't good. Then there was times where maybe a full few days were really, really bad. In other words, the emotion with the intrusive thoughts was really high Um and they were sticking. In other words, I was obsessing and then I was checking. But as I kept going through this, I noticed that them days became less and less. Um, I noticed that it wasn't easy still, obviously, because you're on your own in this space. Um, you're not sure, you know, are you getting better? Are you getting worse? You're, you're caught up in your mind. But I just kept going and I knew I'd found something. I knew I'd found something that was going to change my life. And I knew I found something that I was hoping to help others to show them that they can change their life. Fast forward, um, my life has completely changed and I'm so grateful and blessed for that. I see now my journey as what was my most challenging time in my life has now become my um, most blessed time in my life because now I have the opportunity to share with others a way to recover now I have the opportunity to see this as what I have as like, I see it like a gift in disguise. Something that was my most challenging time has now turned into a gift that I get to share with others. A gift that I get to share with others to know that they can become empowered. And the good news about it, this is that we have the innate ability, the innate wisdom within our body, within our mind to heal. And this is done through our breath. The power we have within us is amazing I think that we haven't fully tapped into all our uh, potential. Um, I believe that we can heal with the breath. And this is what I do now with people from all over the world. I'm so blessed to be able to do that. Um, I feel like people feel 
they um, can understand, they feel comfort to know that they're not alone and comfort to know that I completely understand. That's very important to feel like you're, uh, you can relate to somebody. So my journey has been a very um, challenging one, yes, but also uh, liberating because when you come out from the other side of that, you can see how maybe your lifestyle wasn't contributing as well to, to how you were living and other things needed to change, your top patterns needed to change and how you feel about yourself obviously needs to be looked at too. So I hope you find this helpful. I hope it gives you comfort. I hope it gives you inspiration to know that number one, you're not alone. Number two, you're not a bad person for having intrusive thoughts. Number three, that you will speak up and go to someone either you trust or you will seek help to get better. I have a Facebook group that you can join. The link will be below. I have an OCD online program um, that's open um, there if you would be interested in joining. We, first of all, what it consists of, it consists of really resetting the nervous system via these specific breath techniques. And also later on um, in the journey, we bring in inner child work. Inner child is very, very important. I realise that more and more um, that when we touch into the aspect of self that holds these fears and these beliefs, we can transform them into a very healthy way of being and therefore we can integrate uh, all parts of ourselves so we feel whole and complete. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you find this inspiring. Please share with any of your friends or family um, that may be going through this um, and I look forward to chatting to you again very soon. Take care. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Free From OCD podcast. Let's share this message of hope and inspiration that you can become free from OCD. To learn more about me, visit my website, www.theocdexpert.com. This is the channel that makes the impossible possible.